Ah, uh, what is up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Welcome to Hard Rock Lunchbox, or as I like to call it, COVID Central. Yeah. I don't know where we left off last week, but I do. <coughs> excuse me. I do know that I was sick. Uh, I have since uh, tested positive for the cocoa. All right, yeah, go me. I've got to tell you, it is uh, it is not all it's cracked up to be. I I don't know that anybody's heard anything good about getting COVID, but I am here to confirm once and for all that there is no good that has come out of it. So rest your pretty little heads if you thought. This was something fun and cool to get. It is not. I will say it is a little bit different than I kind of expected, I guess, for lack of a better word. Like, I also don't really know what's going on. Like, so, um, so my daughter had tested positive last month uh, for both COVID and the flu. Because uh, anything worth doing is worth doing right. Yeah, all right. Um, so when I was sick last week, uh, you'll remember, you'll remember last week on the Hard Rock Lunchbox, I was sick. I have proof of it, actually, because it's the top 20 uh, this week. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, so when I, when I was sick, like I was sick. Okay. So most people listening to me have lived enough years to kind of understand maybe this sentiment. I was like... I was feeling so badly overnight one night that, like, I just knew. You know when you just know you're going to be sick in the morning kind of thing? Like, that was exactly what went down. And I was sick in the morning, and I had, like, aches uh, and the sniffles. And, yeah, my age, you can still get the sniffles. It's a medical thing. I don't think they call it that. If I say sniffles... If I say sniff, you say how hard. <laughs> that, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, just like fair warning for everybody. Like as as foggy as I was last week, that shit has not lifted. Like I am still like yeah, my, the visibility might be good outside, but it is foggy in here. So um, something root beer. I don't know. Um, so anyway, so I just knew I was going to be sick. I had the sniffles. I had a cough. I uh, just kind of achy and sweaty. And I was like, I was going to be sick. So, um, you know, I just, I took a COVID test and came up super negative, not even regular negative, just super negative because I'm just that awesome. Uh, and so I went about my business, uh, basically thinking I had the flu. So I isolated because I'm not an asshole. So, uh, I mean, I didn't isolate from my family because I guess I'm a little bit of an asshole. But um, I didn't do that on purpose. I was wearing a mask for a little bit, and I was just, like, trying to stay away from everybody as much as possible. Uh, and it works out. I spend a lot of time alone. So, you know, I, I've been isolating since, you know, 1997, basically. So I, I was in pretty good shape, but I thought I just had the flu, so I was taking all my uh, natural stuff for that, all the supplements I normally take to, to send that off. And I just, I never really developed into like that really bad, bad flu. Like I, I just like, I just, I, as for as often as I don't feel well, most days, like you hear me complain about it, like almost on a weekly basis, most of my stuff is weight related and fatigue related. Right. And, and exhaustion. Like I, well, I guess fatigue and exhaustion, 
definitely be lumped in the same category. But I'm very rarely, like, clinically sick. There's very rarely something wrong with that. Wrong with me in that respect. In fact, more often than not, if I'm going to get something, it's going to be food-related, right? Like, I've, I've, I've hit a couple of bouts of food poisoning. Like, the last time... The very last time I had sushi, I had such bad food poisoning. Like that was the that was the week that was Easter weekend, I think last year. And I was so sick, I was knocked on my ass enough to watch eleven episodes of Supernatural, which is a show I had never actually watched. It also has taken me about a year and a half to watch another eleven episodes of that show. That's how much it really just kind of played me out. I also do recommend it. I'm still I think I'm in season three or just starting season three. I I still like the show. I don't know. It is funny to watch them like talk about new technology like faxing cell phones and stuff like that. But anyway. Uh something. So I don't usually get all that sick. But like Oh right. So like I felt like I was able to keep a lot of it at bay, um symptom wise, like like the traditional sick uh symptoms, but um Charlotte and I decided to retest on Friday, I think, uh, Friday or Saturday, and she's negative. Uh, my entire family is negative. Thank you. Uh, and I uh, tested positive. I tested positive that on the test, like I was positive in seconds. You know, it was like, do you know? Do you know? Do you remember in Harry Potter when they put the hat on Draco and it didn't even get on him and it was like Slytherin? Like that's the positive test I got. <laughs> And it was, <laughs> it was hard to kind of discern the differences, right? Because there's so many similarities between the flu and COVID because they're almost the same animals, like the same delivery thing. But um, the one really, the one really common element of uh, COVID that, like, yeah, totally makes sense, is this unbelievable level of fatigue. Uh, I was actually on the phone with Jake from uh, not State Farm, unfortunately. Although, no, fortunately. I'd rather be on the phone with Jake from Fall of the House. <sighs> Fall of the House Productions uh, and approaching Troy and uh, Roderick and that that Jake. The Jake that actually filmed our uh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap video, which I think is going to... I think we're going to release that after this batch of shows. Um, I think we've... I think we've, we're, we're going to max out on promotion with three shows in like a two-week period. Uh, so we're just promoting the hell out of all three of those. I don't think there's room actually to have uh, some, some of the videos, so I think it's going to be that. But that Jake, I was talking to him because we were working out the deal to get his company to basically document um, the Razorblade Diaries live show on June 25th. Uh, so that's going to be a big part of it. Uh, we, as, as, as much as I thought we were going all out before to record like a live record in like a nice, uh, controlled environment and have like kind of like a private industry party, which is, by the way, if you ever want to know what like an industry party kind of looks like, this is kind of what it'll look like. We're just having like basically a showcase and we're just recording, uh, the F out of it, but it is getting more and more, um, pro level as my band is. They're not necessarily insisting, but they're kind of like stepping up. Like, yeah, we gotta, we want to do this, we want to do this, we want to do this. It's actually like it was a little confusing to me because I was so sick uh, and just sick, like fuzzy, like again, like just not processing anything at all. That I wasn't even sure I was dealing with the same band. Like that's how. Like, yeah, this is the band that was capping me at like you know a very low budget to record the last record, and then all of a sudden it's like we should get like thirty-seven cameramen for this one. It's like. Dude, did somebody win the lottery or something? Like, I don't even know what happened. Anyway, I was talking to him yesterday, and the, the hallmark or the cornerstone of my current 
sickness is actually, I can describe it this way. As long as I'm not doing anything physically exerting at all, at all, like sitting there working, uh, you know, so having a simple conversation where I'm sitting and not pacing. By the way, I do not talk on the phone all that often, except for work. I'm on the phone for work a lot, uh, although I've been able to kind of negotiate that out of my existence a lot. Uh, I tend to pace a lot when I when I talk on the phone for extended periods of time. So as long as I'm not doing that, as long as I'm sitting and like basically chilling, and this is actually why I figured I could do this show today, because as long as I'm doing that, all I really am is short of breath. Um, you'll probably hear it. I'm already starting to have a little trouble uh, maintaining uh, my oxygen level. But the thing of it is, like the the moment I start doing anything, like trying to go upstairs, like if I walk upstairs right now, like I will have to hold on to something. By the time I get up there, because I'll pass out. Like, so I don't have that. And it's not really a lung capacity issue. It definitely feels like the channeling of oxygen through the rest of my system kind of thing. But, like, I am so goddamn fatigued. I have not felt like this in probably, like, five, six, seven years. Like, I just, I have no energy to do anything. And it's starting to make sense to me when people tell me, like, you know, COVID just kicked their ass and wiped them out. And they couldn't get out of bed. Like, I get that. Like, I, I... I get that. I am not somebody that can, like, not get out of bed. Like, I have to be so, so sick. And that really was the story with, like, the food poisoning. I mean, the food poisoning basically, like, pulled me from inside out and just shook me around and then, like, tried to put me back together. Like, that's how bad the food poisoning was. But also, I didn't sleep for, like, two days. <laughs> like, that's that's how bad that was. And that's something that can lay me out, too. But, like, so what I'm dealing with now, aside from you can hear the labored breathing, which is only exacerbated by the COVID because of my current weight, it's been so bad lately that I just keep trying and trying and trying to do new things. And as I've been sort of describing it, what's happening is every single step forward I'm trying to take, uh, I just, I get somehow, like, it, it seems like I get at least two steps back or at, least, or at least two steps in a sideways direction. And I know I was talking a couple weeks ago about, like, energy and how, like, Sometimes I'm capable of just drawing in so much negativity because my negative energy can be really strong. Now, if I could figure out how to use that for good and be positive and stuff like that, like that'd be that'd be awesome, right? That'd be like the bulk of the rest of my family. They're able to do that, but I'm I'm currently not because I just haven't figured out how to switch switch it over to good. But I do believe that that sort of thing exists, and you know, energy magnet energy magnetization is definitely a real thing. So. I'm not sure what's causing what or what, you know, why things are happening exactly the way they are. What, what I do know is that I was really like kind of bracing to really start a very, very, um, active or heavy or regimented sort of cardio thing because I was trying to combat, combat this breath issue. And then literally the week I decided to do that, like I was starting on the stairs and I, I had gotten back to the gym and I did stairmasters and stuff like that. Just, just I had a plan. Like this is gonna suck, but I want to do this before the show. Literally that same week, I, I picked up all this, and now I just I can't even. Like it's literally like, hey man, I want to just like start you know moving around a little bit more so I can get my breath back. And the universe is like, that's the wrong path, man. I've been trying to tell you, so this is that. And I don't know what that means. I don't know how to read into that. There, I cannot think of any possible advantage for the universe for me getting heavier. And, and having more trouble breathing. Like, I just, I can't think of one. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that. And I feel like I've just rambled on and on and on and on. Uh, I will tell you a little housekeeping now that we're 15 minutes into this stupid show. Um, the new top 20 is out. I thought this was actually a really good one because I was talking about Switzerland. And um, 
Switzerland and the way they handled gun control, and it's not really necessarily not really necessarily gun control per se. It's just kind of their culture around guns because of the way they run their military and the way they run their police. And it's it's about training and awareness. And um, one of the things I'll probably bring up today is something called red red flag laws. I don't know that it's starting to make a lot of noise because Republicans are super against it, even though it's primarily like exists in Republican states like Florida, like so. Florida, that I actually found out has the nickname the Gunshine State, like which I thought was like real classy given what's going on, there. especially after that massacre you guys managed to have not too long ago. But anyway, so the other stuff on the show is blah 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 Swiss gun control. Also on the show, oh, um, why Trump isn't actually the problem, and uh, why maybe learning to shoot could help. And uh, I'm also quite tired of bands that do a lot of talking but don't seem to follow through and uh, I don't recall because I was a little uh, again fuzzy I'm not sure if I name dropped any of those but I'm definitely pissed at a few bands for doing that exact thing to me and I'm just kind of tired of it annoyed by it but uh, in other uh, news uh, Bacon is my podcast the boys are back from Arlington they're back from the So What Festival um, I don't I haven't I mean I've spoken to them since they've been back to make sure that they were like alive and stuff like that that's cool but I don't know what their plans are I know they interviewed pretty much every single person in all of Texas and every single band that played at So What Fest so I don't know if that means like trick triple bacon coming up or if they're going to patreon the f out of it I don't really know what their plans are I do know that basically if a band played at So What they probably got interviewed by Bacon as my podcast and maybe even had some hot sauce. I know Felicity was big into the hot sauce uh, tasting. I did manage to see that one uh, and like a lot of other stuff. But I'll let them announce whenever they announce and then I'll just uh, report it here. Uh, this week, uh, they've got the full interview with uh, Rachel uh, Sterling's comedian. They've also got the full interview with Dylan from Dino Skate Park. Uh, they be- I believe they have a new record coming out. I know for a fact that there's a CD release party is coming up soon. Um, we are not playing that, so. Uh, but I do know for a fact that that's happening. Also, they have seven questions with the dude from Hands Like Houses, uh, which I, I think that's out last night, and I think it's interesting. It probably isn't covered in the seven questions, but I know I personally wanted to know like what these allegations are against the band that got them dropped from their label. I haven't followed up much on that, but I did hear that, and if it bubbles up and makes its way to me, it's probably big news because... I don't hear about a lot of things unless it kind of really a lot of people are talking about it. Much like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, I still know almost nothing about it other than he basically won the trial, but also she won a little bit of the trial, but I don't know. I really don't know. There's always good stuff on StrangerHood TV. Uh, Frank and Monty have a new thing, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen it before. It's called Stump Frank. I didn't see it, uh, so I can't say what it is, but it's there. It's definitely up there. Uh, I will give it a look as soon as I kind of like start catching up on stuff that I can watch. Uh, uh, you would think if I was this sick, I would actually be able to <coughs> excuse me, watch a little bit more stuff like that, but the reality is I am still working. I'm, I'm working at a very slow level because most of my work I can do by sitting there and just kind of like typing what's happening mainly is my head is not very good at projects right now so i'm doing a lot of administrative work and it's a lot of bullshit work that i haven't wanted to do for like most of the year but it's getting done and you know people i work for are happy that that's getting done so that that's cool 
Uh, obviously, in uh, upcoming Rebel Nine show news, the Razor Blade Diaries live tickets are available now. I want to thank everybody that's bought tickets for it so far. Uh, they are limited. I know a lot of people are kind of waiting for like credit card cycles and stuff. I understand that it's expensive because it's forty five dollars a ticket, but I really do want to stress the fact that it really is kind of like all inclusive. Like it's not exactly like sandals in Jamaica, but we are trying to do the best we can with it. Like we'll be giving away like CDs of uh, the Razor Blade Diaries for everyone that doesn't have one. I mean, I assume the band will be around to sign something. Uh, you know, we're we're getting we're getting some food from like Costco and stuff. Like we can get a lot of snack bags. So there's gonna be like, you know, everyone's gonna get their own, like their own chips and you know cheeses and pretzels. I don't even know what's in there honestly anymore. But I know that I want to have everybody like have like their own bags instead of like a, just a big hand, a bowl of like chips and stuff because. You know, there is still some sickness going on and all that other stuff. Um, and then, of course, we're going to start polling everybody for, like, what kind of beverages they want. We're just going to have, like, beer and, uh, you know, hard seltzers and stuff like that. And we're just going to load up on that. So, like, basically everybody can just pay the one price for the night, be in there, hang out, and not have to worry about anything else. I think, on average, it'll probably end up being a cheaper night for most of us. I know for my band, it would certainly be cheaper. <laughs> Yeah, especially if you were looking at like a $15 ticket or whatever. And then don't forget, we're throwing in Sam Pollitt for free. So if you're a big fan of Sam, just consider that a big free gift to you as well. Um, and then uh, the two weeks later, actually, we're playing both the Friday and Saturday night on opposite sides of Long Island. We're going to be in 89 North. That's going to be the big Craving Strange show. We're going to be supporting for them along with Mickey Licks and our own Giovanna, who is normally in the chat and will probably be very excited that I said her name, but... It's too bad. That's what happens when you miss this show. There's nothing I can do about it. And the very next day, we're going to be at Queen's Rock Fest. That's in Forest Hills Park. We're going to be playing there with Reality Suite and Orin and a couple other things. That's a big, giant, free outdoor show, and that's going to be fun. And that, I think, is going to be it for a little while. We have not been asked to do any of the other like CD release shows that are coming up, uh, so it doesn't look like we're doing any, any of those. Um, there was talk about doing something else, kind of maybe in Jersey in the summer, and that might still happen and stuff like that, but we don't really have much. Uh, I'll talk to Jimmy and see what the boys are doing towards the fall. Maybe we'll set something up because I always like playing with them. Uh, but then we are kind of off till October, the end of October, and we'll be back in Pennsylvania. I am trying to get something in Philly over the summer, too, but I honestly don't know if that's going to happen. So, uh, not. To, I feel like I said it once before. Oh, when we did the other Patchwork show, I said it was going to be it for a while, and that was true. Uh, this is that while, so it's basically a month away, and then I don't have anything booked on Long Island at all, so that would be a good time to see us, especially the Diaries thing, because I think that's going... That's, that's seemingly shaping up to be cooler and cooler as just an event, as like, an, like a party, like a big network house party, and I think it's going to be cool to be a part of. So hopefully as many of you as possible can be part of that. You know, a bunch of people are traveling and they're, uh, you know, already saying, like, you know, I, I've been asked, like, a half dozen times if I can move it, and I can I cannot. It's when the band's available. It's when the room's available. Like, it's really, there's a lot of moving parts. It's not just as simply, like, just, just doing a show. There is a lot going on, especially now that we've added this documentary aspect to it. But I cannot believe I've spent basically the entire Top 20 talking about things not on the Top 20. I did want to talk about the red flag laws. I wanted to talk about this Catholic article from the, the nation about like the six things we can do in a post row world. So I have some very definite thoughts about that, but I think I'm going to have to uh, put that off until next week because it definitely warrants a, a real conversation. And I am 
fading fast, my friends. <laughs> I'm going to do the best I can on this particular show. Uh, it is Donna's birthday, and, and Donna is in the chat. And uh, happy birthday to you, Donna. She has asked, uh, she sent me a request for a, a few songs at least to play that she wants to hear, and I feel like that's the very least we could do. I was actually surprised at some of the choices on there, so I might just go with some of them. Uh, one of them made me laugh like a whole lot that I'd never heard before, and we'll get to that sooner than later. But uh, right now, let's start the box off with a little. Uh, a little day to remember. Like a day to remember, like back when I wasn't sick. Like, that's a good day to remember. 